This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3161 for Monday the 14th of September 2020. Today's show is entitled, How I Manage Podcast Listening. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 20 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, another reply to MRX's episode on how he listens to podcasts. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. Hello everybody, Dave Morris here. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio. This episode's called How I Manage Podcast Listening. I'm replying to Mr. X's episode on how he listens to podcasts. He was asking for other people to chip in and say how they do what he was describing. I've got my own homebrew, semi-homebrew podcast management system. I have spoken about it before quite a long time ago, 2017 I think it was, there's a link to it in the the notes. Um, But I didn't talk much about this area of things, playing of episodes, so I thought I would do that now. Mr X's episode was called Keeping Track of Where I Am, dealing with the problem of what he's listened to, how far he's got through a thing and sort of stuff. So in summary then, uh, my podcast's uh, the details of my podcast are held in a database which runs on my desktop PC and I keep details from the feed for each episode. If there's currently a file relating to the episode that's mentioned in the feed, I have downloaded it, I haven't deleted it, then the database knows where it is. I keep episode details in the database for episodes I've already listened to, just for interest I guess really. Now, every podcast feed that I have is assigned to a group, so I have like music, science, documentary, technical, and, and I interface the database on my desktop PC using my interface to it, I should say, using command line scripts. I'm a great command line user. I use the PD menu tool I've done a show about in the past, and I use the menus through that, so that that's, gets me to where I want to be very quickly and easily. I don't really want to have a GUI to do all this sort of stuff. GUIs are, are useful in certain contexts, but quite limited as far as I'm concerned. The actual episodes are on a Raspberry Pi, which runs all the time. I used to keep it upstairs in the spare room, but it's now downstairs because I've got a bunch of shelves over the top of my desk area. The Pi's got an SSD attached to it, and so I mount the podcast directory on it to my desktop through FSTab using NFS. And I download podcast episodes overnight on the Raspberry Pi using my own hacked version of the old venerable Bash Podder, which is what I did talk about in the past. I have a bunch of MP3 players which have got Rockbox installed. 
rock box is key to what I'm doing here. And I usually load up my players with episodes using a script that's aware of the feed groupings I mentioned earlier. Makes a playlist in the database and writes a copy of that to the player. Rockbox knows what it's supposed to be playing and in what order. The database playlist table holds the alias of the player so I can have a playlist per player out of the database. As I play an episode, I run a script that adds data to the database to show that the episode is being played. Rockbox itself tracks which episode I'm listening to and where I am in the audio on the player. After playing an episode, I run a script that lists episodes marked to be playing previous point, and it allows me to delete them from my PC and from the database. I don't usually delete anything from the player until I next upload to it, which I think might be a mistake, but at least I need to add a step that handles that a bit better. The reason for this is there's an issue with the size of a group and the space on a player, especially in recent times because I'm not listening to podcasts as quickly as I used to, or maybe I have more feeds than I used to, or maybe there are more episodes coming out on feeds. I think there's a bit of that. And these players are not vastly huge. They're only like 4, four gigs, 6 gigs, 8, bit, 8 gigs. So sometimes the number of shows in a group are more than the player can take. And the, the mechanism is organised per group. Because that was not a problem when I first did it. I don't delete files on the player until I upload new ones. So it's part of the process the script says, um, or is told, if you find anything on there, delete it first. So doing it that way, I don't know how much space there is on the player before I upload to it. So that's something I'm going to have to work on. I have a script that shows the numbers of files and total sizes for the groups, and both for files which have been copied to players and those pending to be written in due course. So I'm going to use these sizes to make decisions about what gets uploaded. In the worst case, I can write episodes to a player selected by feed name if there are capacity issues. So I don't have to go by groups. I can pick out individual feeds if I want to. I don't have an easy way of, at the moment of working out how much capacity I have in a feed. That's also something I, I need to, to work on. So the, the sizing issue, capacity issue, is something that needs work. So I digressed in my notes to talking about how I upload the contents of a feed to a player. So I'm using, I actually did this and then snapshotted the, the output and stuff for the notes. The player actually being used is, is one of my Sansa clips and it's got an alias of clip. The player runs Rockbox as usual. It gets mounted by the software I have on media slash USB 2. And there's an alias I run called player underscore mount and you can see it demonstrated here and the commands that are run by that alias it's just a com uh, just a, a collection of command and a script they look on the player for a file called player name and display it using the figlet tool which just gives you a, an interesting looking display of, of a word so i do player mount and it says clip that's the name of the thing you've plugged in it's not one of the other ones that i have uh, and so confusion doesn't uh, doesn't easily and the database needs to know what player the stuff's been written to just to to help manage things so then i run a script called copy episodes and it performs the upload of episodes this is the one that that just does a feed it uses an option hyphen lowercase c followed by a capital c and it 
that tells it to remove any media found on the player before writing stuff. There's a directory. This is a, a Rockbox thing, a directory called Podcasts in uppercase, and I used that to uh, to write stuff too. If I were to use hyphen lowercase c space capital N, then that allows me to append stuff to the, the player. So I could use copy episodes to write the contents of several feeds to the to the player if I wanted to. The feed name itself is a regular expression. So in the example, you'll see hacker. So what I, the actual command is dot slash copy episodes hyphen lowercase m space slash media slash usb2 hyphen lowercase p clip of the player lowercase c uh, hyphen lowercase c capital c and then hyphen lowercase f hacker so that says go and find a feed that's got hacker in it and i've only got one and it's, it's hacker public radio so the script then generates a playlist on the player and it's stored in the directory playlists which again is a is a thing that rockbox needs it's called podcasts.m3u, and it contains the paths to the episode relative to the player. So Rockbox can use that to find the, the episodes and, and play them in the sequence I hand them in. And of course I hand them in in date order, and there you go. So it shows what happens when you run this. It deletes the files off the player, it then copies them and displays what it's copying. The way I run... Um, the or the bash pod or clone is that it it writes its daily downloads to a, a directory with the uh, date in, in ISO 8601 format so you'll see there's a list of directories which are actually in date order i don't use that I use the date stored in the database to sort them then um there's just a few other messages, which really, when I look at them, they're fairly redundant. It says it's created the playlist. It said it copied seven files. Pretty redundant. That's the database saying that it got seven files added to the playlist. Then I run the alias player underscore umount, unmount the, the thing. And uh, there you go. It's it done. There is an alternative script, copy group, which does the something very similar, but it does it by by groups. And it will for a given group, there's usually multiple feeds, so it will iterate through. So once I've got the episodes on the Rockbox player, I then use the standard Rockbox menu to navigate to the playlist catalog entry in the main menu, and uh, that that lists all the playlists currently on on the device. When I click on the central button on the Sansa clip, which means, you know, enter this particular menu entry, then it shows a list, a playlist with the name podcast. So that's what I wrote there, remember? And then if you click on that, it shows a numbered list of episodes. And you just click on the first one, and then it starts playing the playlist. The, you do need to go through these steps to make the playlist play, but I don't find that to be a, a huge difficulty. I can do it pretty much even looking. Um, I've got um, sound prompting turned on with the majority of my Rockbox players, so it says it just reads the menu entry back to me and tells me what where it is. So I, I often do do this in the dark. And my Rockbox players are set to write a bookmark for the currently playing episode when the player is turned off. And they're also set to auto resume after stopping, so I can stop and turn off during playback when I so I usually stop it first or just hit turn off. Well, you can do that. But after I've done that, the player will make make a bookmark. And if you've got the speech turned on, it will say, 
that it's doing that. And then when I switch it back on again, it will leave off. It will resume where I left off. If for any reason I navigate away from the playlist, some of the players have got a few other things on, like uh, music and, and stuff like that, then I can get back to where I was with the resume playback item on the main menu, or I could look in the recent bookmarks to find a bookmark relating to the podcast that's being played, or I could go back to the playlist catalogue and um, work my way down the list to find which one I, I last listened to. I don't think you, there's probably a point in there where you might fail to resume where you left off. don't think I've ever managed to trigger that. I guess because I tend just to use these players as podcast players. But uh, on the whole, I'm very, very, very happy where it does that. The previous software I had on my earlier players couldn't do anywhere anything nearly as sophisticated as this. They impl- imposed their own uh, sorting on playlists. They or they didn't handle playlists and they didn't save state after you stopped them or they, they didn't resume after you restarted them. All these sorts of things. Rockbox handles it all. Rockbox is brilliant. But unfortunately, the number of players that can handle it these days is, is dwindling. I put a list of my players here just just a, a dump from the, from the database. I tend to use the Sansa Clip, the clip Zip. So I've got Clip Zips and Clip Pluses and one Clip the one called Clip was one I bought new. Some of the other ones have been bought off eBay. and I did a show on all of this, so I won't go into any more. So how do I track what's been played and what's not and delete stuff? Well, what I do is I have a bunch of scripts which get run as I am listening to stuff when I, when I change podcast or even change player. So I've got a script which will mark an episode as being played another script which will delete those that I've selected to, to after I've listened to them. So, uh, and I did this as I was preparing the notes. And at that particular point, I had two players in which were in action. One's called Clip, which we, we saw earlier on getting loaded up. And the other one's called Zip2, which is a clip zip red one. And um, that's got a whole bunch of things on it, some of which I've already played. So there's a transcript of what happens when I run my scripts. It's again run out of a menu, a PD menu thing. I get a list of all of the episodes on the clip, and they're they're in numerical order. They have a number again on the left-hand side, and then in square brackets, a player name and the, the sequence number within the, the playlist. And then they have the title. So it's pretty easy to, to know what you can, in fact change the order if you want to you'd have to have gone to listen to a specific thing manually on the player in order that the two are only logically linked together linked together in my so the second chunk of data here is what's on the zip player and there's a lot i didn't list it all just listed from the current one episode 38 sequence 38 you'd say in two up to 43 and it's mintcast i'm listening to to um the uh, the backlog of mintcast so having displayed all this lot it can be a little bit long that might be might be a disadvantage i don't know but uh, just sort of live with it it's not a thing that bothers me it's just the way it is you get the prompt select number bracket s because you can select multiple episodes if you want and I select number eight. Well, number eight is on the zip two. It's sequence number 38 and it's mintcast 338. 
So it marks that as uh, playing, being played. So th- this is me. I've just finished the previous episode and I'm now going to listen to the, the next one. So this is marking it as um, in in process. And there's messages like marking and it says what it's marked and it says one change. Then the second script is called and it shows two zip2 entries marked zero, uh, zero 0102. It says Mintcast 337.5 and 338. So 337.5 is the one I've just finished listening to. 338 is what I'm going to listen to next. And, um, oh, I should say the rock box, it just, just, uh, well, I've got it configured, runs from one episode to the next. So there's no, there's no stopping between them or anything I have to take any action. But I do need to come here to the, to the PC and, uh, run this sequence of commands in order to keep the database contents in step with actually happening on. So I'm asked to select a number. I select one from this list, which means I want to delete Mintcast 337. Then there's a bit more in the listing. I've split it up into pieces, actually. Put text around it just to explain it. So the next bit shows how many podcast files still exist. It says 262 episodes are sitting around in the database in 83 directories, which is information for the sake of it, I guess. It also computes the total size of all these podcasts, which was 10 gigabytes at that particular point. Then there's a, a log kept of the duration of all of these episodes just because i like doing this sort of thing and it's currently it, it there's, there's a listing of this the last few lines of this particular file it's kept in a cache file and at that particular time which was the 24th of august 1102 the morning there's one week one day 47 minutes and 58 seconds of podcasts to listen to I were to list them sequentially. Final thing is the there's a script that's run to analyse what podcasts I am actually listening to or actually active on whatever players I have. And there's only one at this moment, and that's the Mintcast version. And it's the information's listed out the player, the podcast, and all that sort of stuff. So that's it. I I usually only have a maximum of three players active at any time. Mostly just one, sometimes two, three. Very rare final thing I wanted to say was the ID3 and similar tags on episodes. And I had I did say this in the, the previous episode. The previous episode I'm talking about is number 2211, my podcast, which talks a bit about this stuff. But I thought it was worth just doing a, a brief update on things. So as I process the day's batch of incoming podcasts, because they're happening overnight on a Raspberry Pi, and I go to I run something on my desktop first thing in the morning which uh, which checks everything and makes sure all the information is stored in the database and all that but along the way i manipulate the audio metadata generally to as tags i think id3 only refers to mp3 tags i have a perl script which i wrote which uses a rules file for each field and performs checks and actions on the episodes it finds and i in general i try to make sure that there's a a valid title because I want to see the title in the list ago. And um, sometimes there's no tags whatsoever in the... And the script can fill them in from the, the feed itself. The feed contains bits of information, titles, um, comments. And so it, it stuffs them into the, the tag in the actual file. Now, some feeds put the feed name in the title. So 
the Mintcast case, it's easy to look at the list and say, all right, next I'm going to be listening to Mintcast. Sometimes all you get is a title that's uh, it's just the, the title of the episode. It doesn't say what it's actually going to be. I know this is a, this is a feature of the way I do things. There's no compulsion for them to, uh, to do this. In the case of HBR, there's no flag for HBR in the title itself. So my rules add, add this to it. Just for my convenience, so I can see. Do you find it surprising how many feeds produce episodes that have no metadata? I say, I used to write to feed owners and ask for these to be filled in, but mostly they said, go away, or who are you? Why are you talking to me? So that's why I evolved my own method of dealing with that, that stuff. And uh, the thing that annoys me still, I don't know why you would bother to, to make podcasts and not put stuff in the music tags and the tags. I don't know. Anyway, that's it, really. Um... It's uh, it's a weird and wonderful way of doing things. Mr. X's uh, solution to this is a fascinating one. I think there's another response in the queue that I haven't heard yet. Daniel Person has done one, I think. And um, so it's an interesting subject, I thought. If you have anything to add to this one, I would be fascinated to hear what you do. All right, then. Bye. <laughs>